I want to start this episode with a quote from Lord of the Rings. I would rather share one lifetime with you than face all the ages of this world alone. Welcome to episode 16 of Mindset Goal. In this episode, I sit down with Jasmine and we talk about finding the right partner. And if you do want to connect with either myself or Jasmine, you can find us on Instagram. The links are in the description. So without further ado, I want to get into the conversation we had. It was uh, all about answering, finding the right partner. How do I attract the right person? How do I know what the right person is? Uh, Jasmine was great. She really knew her stuff. Uh, So it was a lovely conversation um, we had together. So I hope you enjoy Hey, so nice to chat with you. Likewise. Welcome, Jasmine. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Good. I'm guessing it's still like sunny where you are. Uh, Sunday? No, sunny. (laughs) Sunny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's sunny. Yeah, it's it's only like 4.30 right now. So it's really hot outside. And yeah, and it's nighttime for you, right? Yeah, and um, it's it's been a bit chilly, but it's been a bit chilly the whole summer, to be fair. But the whole oh. day is. But yeah, it's um, it is nighttime. The the moon is actually out, which is nice, to be fair. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the moon is always beautiful. Always a touch. Always a touch. Um, so welcome. I'm very glad that you could come. Um, so this is actually the first interview I've had with someone I haven't met personally. So I'm very excited and slightly nervous, but more so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um, I'm not the most experienced in the podcast as well so hopefully this will be a good experience for the both of us <laughs> yeah we'll be fine we'll be fine as long as we're having fun that's the main thing um, exactly. so I just, I just want to invite you to introduce yourself and um yeah say something a little about yourself to the who, who to those that are listening Right. So yeah, um, so I'm Jasmine and I'm currently residing in Canada, Toronto. And right now I'm studying to become a registered psychotherapist. I'm I'm getting my master's of arts in counseling psychology. And um, but prior to me trying to train to become a psychotherapist, right now I'm working as a behavior therapist for children with special needs. Um, so I've been, yeah, so I've been working on that for like uh, four to four and a half years, but I just wanted like a career change and I want to focus more on adult mental health, which is why I wanted to become a psychotherapist. Amazing. Amazing. That's very, it sounds like very uh, rewarding work to say the least. Yeah, yeah, it's very rewarding. A lot of patience, but when you see the growth of children with, you know, d- disabilities, right? It's like yeah. a fulfillment that, wow, I did this. So, yeah. Yeah. And to start off with, so today we're going to be talking about finding the right partner. And that's a, I feel like very complex uh, topic of discussion. Um, And I'm really excited to have this, this conversation because I feel like I, you know, I could use maybe having the right mindset to find the right partner. And the first question I have for you is what exactly is the right partner? Right. So I guess I'm going to go for the very typical answer. There is no definitive one answer because I know, I know not the answer that we all hope for, but the reason is because everyone's definition of what's the right partner is different, right? So then to have like an absolute ultimate standard of what is the right 
partner is quite imposing uh, standards on other people. So what I would say is the right partner is subjective to each and everyone's needs. Um, so I'm going to put a very simple example. So like one person is talkative, right? You know, one other person can be like, this person is amazing, so attractive, he's talkative. And then another person would be like, no, I don't like that. That's too annoying. So as you can see, even just with one simple trait, like just listing out the traits of having like the ideal partner isn't even like a good start. Um, yeah. So in terms of what exactly is a right partner, it's really about assessing yourself. Ironically, it's not really about mm -hmm. looking at the partner, but yeah. looking at yourself. So what the right partner is should be in conjunction with yourself. So meaning the way to find the right partner is to assess your future goals, what you want to be and how your partner will be the perfect influence for you to become the person who you want to be. So yeah, so that yeah. to me is how you would find the right partner. Um, yeah. Give a personal example of mine, if that's okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So a personal example of mine is, um, you know, I I'm a, I like to be fit and healthy, and I'm very active as a person. So yeah. one, a couple years ago, I dated someone who wasn't really as active and was more chill. Um, and someone else may have preferred that kind of relaxed life. That could have been ideal for someone else, but for me, it actually made me less fit and less active, which contradicted to becoming the person who I want to be. Your goals and what you wanted to do. Yeah, exactly mm. that. Yeah, it contradicts yeah. my future self, who I want to be and my goals, which made me kind of feel like, you know, why is he, in my eyes, it was a bad influence, right? But to someone else's eyes, it could be like, I love this relaxed life. So, um, so just that's a really simple example. But basically just yeah. having those future goals, future values in conjunction where you both, want to go in the same direction to me that is the right partner so mm -hmm. i guess um ins instead of having think instead of like thinking what is the right partner because you're just thinking about trait a trait b trait c it's best to think about um who do i want to be with that yeah. would take me to become the person that i want to be in the future yeah so it's about really working on you because when you know who you are then you can start attracting the people that you want in your life so before you can do that, you need to know who you are, is what I'm hearing you say, which is, um, yeah, that, that's, um, you know, explained it really well. Thank you for that. Um, second mm -hmm. question I have here for you is leading on to that is like, what can you do to attract that person? So once you've worked on yourself, what can you do to start mm -hmm. attracting the people that you want that are going to push you towards your goals and the person you mm -hmm. want to be? Right. So I think a good way to go about that is um, to attract that person, like what you can do, right, is empathic listening. That is so crucial. I like it. I like it. Explain. Yeah. So um, this is a little, I don't, maybe I'm a little biased. I don't know. But to me, it, uh, it is concretely an objective that empathic listening is essential in all relationships so if you were to talk to someone even if it's not romantic right say just regular social and friends if yeah. you were to talk to someone who was just one-sided and you know just keeps talking and not listening to you like you know that's pretty off-putting right yeah um, yeah Definitely. exactly so like yeah. <laughs> i know like it's like a give and take right it's like you know i talk you talk Does, you you just don't want to be around those people like after you after once and then you're like i don't want to go back to them it just it, mm -hmm. it starts becoming too much 
oh yeah like when you meet those people those friends you know like that you hang out with and it's like it's like we try to say your piece but it always kind of circles back to themselves yeah 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 so um to attract those that you want to attract once you kind of set your goals and values um always listen be curious um and what their story is and their feelings and really when i say be curious i really mean to um think about their story and their opinions without judgment so say like you know what if they're angry about their mother for example right you know instead of like judging oh you know you may you should repair this relationship with their mother because that's the right thing to do because that's kind of more judgmental it's better to think of it in terms of you know what really triggered this person um what is important to them that make them angry and triggered so then so thinking in that lens, always asking why and having that scientific scientist mindset where you're always asking why and hypothesizing, yeah. it can really help you rationalize and understand what this person is feeling, even if you may necessarily not agree or hold those same values. So just being really empathic listening can make people be like, I like to be around this person by default. And it also helps you kind of put yourself in that other person's shoes and then you can really communicate better with them because at the end of the day, when you're trying to attract somebody like that, you really need to be able to communicate and and let your what you think is right or wrong in your life as well. Uh, you know, you want them to listen as well. So you want to be able to articulate what you're feeling as well. I agree. Yeah. You, you raise a really good point where like, you know, now that it's the other way around. Now you're the yeah. listen. So now the other person um, might hopefully be just as of good of a listener as well. Because um, I guess in my experience, like when I validate other people and they're, they feel like they've been listened to, um, yeah. they're more inclined to listen to what I have to say as well, just like naturally, you know. Yeah. That's a great point. Yeah, no, that's 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 a brilliant point. Actually, I I, I feel the same. And I and like you really, I, I know for me personally, like whenever I have a conversation with someone and they're really listening, I like I feel really, just really attracted to that person, like whoever it is, and mm -hmm. I I just want to keep opening up and opening up as well mm -hmm. because if you know if they can listen without kind of judgment. And then, you know, I'm able to express myself more freely. And then I feel like that opens up uh, doors uh, for the relationship. Whereas if you speak to somebody and they're judging you, uh, mm -hmm. you kind of don't want to, you know, get into it more with them. And then if, you yeah. know, and then with the back to the point of like attracting that person, if you're straight off the bat going to kind of reject, you know, someone's ideas without listening to them mm -hmm. and like, like you said, emphatically listening, then I feel like you can really push people away before you even get a chance to know them um yes yes so yeah. if you want to attract you got to be open you know which yeah. is them as empathic listening and okay. yeah you definitely made some really good points where you know when you feel listened you just want to keep opening and opening that is very true because it's like you feel like you can trust this person they understand you they're like yeah. touching and they're in tune to my emotions so i can like you know just talk about my feelings yeah so, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Uh, my my um my housemate was just saying, uh, he, like, oh, you gotta be open, you know. Like that was his main point. So it's a it's a great point that you just said as well. Yeah. Um. So third question here I have is, what advice uh, can you give to someone looking for their perfect or their right partner, Jasmine? Okay. So this is gonna sound a little 
weird, but I'm going to use the analogy of marketing. (laughs) Right. So then, you know, let's say when you do marketing, let's take Adidas, for example, right? Um, Adidas is, you know, sporty. It's also fashionable Mm -hmm. at the same time. And and sorry to cut you off. It's Adidas uh, in the UK. Sorry. Oh, so how do you say it? Adidas. Adidas. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, interesting. Adidas. 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 Do you mind if I say Adidas for the no, no, no. Yeah, sorry. I feel like I'm probably gonna mess up if I say Adidas. <laughs> no, that's cool. But yeah, um, but yeah, in Toronto, or I guess America as well, like we call it Adidas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's the right pronunciation here. Yeah, yeah. Right? But yeah, so um, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so Ad- 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 Oh God, Adidas. Yeah. <laughs> We'll go with Adidas, yeah. We'll Adidas. yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you can say it. You can say it like how you say it too. But yeah. <laughs> so um, with uh, Adidas, it's like you know, you know what they're marketing, which is a sporty, comfortable, fashionable clothes, right? Sure. It targets that specific audience who wants to be comfortable yet like street, sort of streetwear looking and sporty wear looking. So like it wants, it's targeting those specific people, right? Like it's not going to target, I guess. Um, office workers, for example, who, you know, doesn't really care to become cheek or um, streetwear, right? So then, like, because it knows this exact target audience, that people just, you know, gravitate towards it and, um, you know, buy their stuff. And the reason why it's successful is because that company knows exactly who they are, what they are, their values, what exactly they want people, who they are attracting, right? So using that same analogy, analogy with marketing um i'm gonna bring it over to relationship now yeah. so as stated from my first question the more clear your values beliefs and who you are in the future and who you want to be i believe you can market yourself in a way to um you know get that attractive to attract that attractive person or to find the right person for you um so i'll continue my fitness example if that's okay yeah yeah please yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I want to find someone who's fit, you know, because in my previous relationship, it just wasn't, I, I now realize, you know, fitness is really important for me. So, yeah. um, so if I want to find someone fit, then, you know, I would probably, you know, go a place at a gym, for example, or like, you know, just having a conversation with someone and kind of like dissecting their fitness goals, and as well as my fitness goals, and, you know, seeing if it's aligned, and then, by just having that common goal when you kind of nail that down it's already kind of like oh that's like an attraction factor you can be workout buddies you can be um you know weightlifting buddies or whatever right so um i don't know if that makes sense but basically just like narrowing down to that like potential partners that you want by figuring out what you want exactly and then the other person hopefully will have those same goal alignments in which will perfect synergy so to summarize just really know your values <laughs> yeah i was yeah i was i was honestly just gonna say that I, uh, so what i'm hearing you say is know your values and then know if your values match up with the person that you're trying to attract their values um but yeah but yeah you 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 summarized it there eloquently <laughs> <laughs> uh last question i have for you is okay so scenario you are constantly disappointed with every partner you meet um, you think it's the one uh, he or she is the one. It just doesn't work out. How can you correct this? 
Yeah, so that's a really good question. And um, so I find that there's two aspects or two ways we can look at it. So the first way is you are disappointed because that partner just genuinely does not meet your needs, those partners in the past. So that's one aspect, okay? It's just, you know, you guys are just not compatible. It just didn't work out. But the other aspect is that, you know, you could be disappointed because maybe like there's something to do with how you perceive relationships and maybe your expectation levels. So it's kind of like differentiating between the two. Is it like your expectations and, you know, you your perception of relationship or your fear of commitment per se? Like basically your own mental obstacles. Sure, is it yeah. that? Or is it just genuinely lack of compatibility? So it's one or the other. Um, or a mixture of both maybe. Um, yeah. So I think just distinguishing between which is what can already really set you on the right path. I'm going to talk about the first one, which is um, just genuine incompatibility. Yeah, um, which which I think it most of the time, well, I guess I don't, maybe not, but I guess mm-hmm. I would imagine. So anyway, you know, most of the people you meet, you know, it doesn't work out because of it's just generally incompatible. You, you know, you're incompatible. Um, in terms of if people are in a long term, like, relationship like you know who are staying then it might be incompatible but for people who tend to like hop around it could be for because of the latter i think mm-hmm. okay. yeah because like they're already set those high expectations they're not meeting it they don't want to mm-hmm. commit they leave right but for people who are like trying and trying then yeah but then it didn't work out and they find someone else and yeah then you're right it's because it's not really compatible for sure mm-hmm. um so okay. i think if that person is, sorry, did you want to say something? No, I said interesting. Yeah, please. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So if that person is disappointed because, um, you know, that partner just genuinely doesn't meet their needs, it's just lack of compatibility, then I think it's always good to touch base. Again, my favorite word, values. Um, just touch uh, base. I know, I know. It's just awesome. Yeah. Or just plastered the word. It's important. No, it is important. I think I think you can't undervalue values, you know. <laughs> undervalue values. Yeah. I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, so you're disappointed maybe because your partner wants to go in route A, but then maybe you want to go to route B and then it leads to a lot of like conflict, right? Like for example, yeah. um this person wants to, okay, this is a really simple example, but say one person really values traveling, exploring the world and everything, but then this other person values, you know, more maybe materialism, which is nothing wrong with that, but like, you know, materialism are just staying in their comfort zone, right? And then as you can see, like their values are total conflict and it's kind of like taking them in one direction and the other direction. It's kind of like tug of war. So then you kind of have to really discuss with this person and just be really clear on what they need and what the other person needs. And then like, what can they do to kind of match it in a way that is a compromise between the both of them and make sure it's an alignment and just have this really like thorough conversation before obviously dropping the breakup bomb. (laughs) But yeah, yeah, so just like really trying to be clear with the needs if they're disappointed and um, and if they're like disappointed and you know if it's not compatible then it's just not compatible it's just the way it is unfortunately um so i think that's just basically work around it and come to like a perfect middle ground um 
I'm just thinking of a, if I had like a personal example. Oh, okay, I know. So yeah. right now I'm in a relationship with someone and he's more introverted and I'm very extroverted. Yeah. <laughs> so um, like sometimes when we go out too much, he'll get too drained and too tired. He doesn't have energy. He's like dead. And then for me, it's like, but I want to go out. I want to do stuff. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So then there's like that conflict, right? Where like, you know, I feel like I'm forcing him to go out, but then he also feels like he's going to bore me if I never go out. So it's kind of like, being in the middle, we're like, okay, we hang out for like a couple hours, and then we go back home for him to regenerate. We ge- we yeah. we generalize. and then um, after that, like you know, we might go out again later, for example. So just finding that solution. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, and and, and that like so introverted people get energy from being alone, and then extroverted people get energy from other people. Um, mm-hmm. I just, yeah, that, I always like that explanation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, I score really high on extroversion. I'm like 80% extroverted or something. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, so in terms of the second scenario, um, which is, you know, you're disappointed because your expectations are maybe too high or like you're too, like, fear of commitment, let's say. Um, like, basically your mental obstacles. Um, I think maybe perhaps this person could be focusing on the other person person's faults too much so your question was like you know you're disappointed with every partner right so yeah. i think in terms of a, the person who has difficulty being happy it might be due to because every fault counts as a personality faultiness every mistake is a personality issue mm-hmm. um so then i think when if that partner or yourself kind of no- if you start to notice that oh my god i'm starting to nitpick every single thing that they're doing I think that's a really good like um, rule of thumb. Um, I think in that scenario, instead of focusing, you know, what is wrong with that partner, I think it's turn turn around and look at yourself instead and ask, you know, why does this bother me so much? Rather than going like, why is my partner messed up? You think about why does it bother me? Like, what does this mean to me? And then like that way, when you start kind of breaking it down, hopefully this person can realize, oh, maybe like I was a little un- not easy on him or like hmm maybe that doesn't make sense i have to reevaluate myself now so yeah um those are my like so so yeah it's like so it's similar to the first point you know you got to work on yourself um don't the same issues that you'll be disappointed with with every partner you meet you know they'll crop up again and again if you don't correct this with yourself so it's not necessarily someone else that you know needs to that you need to find it and correct it in them but it's something that you need to correct it in yourself and then it goes back to what you were saying when you uh elaborated on the other point about having that conversation and uh, working on it essentially yeah working on yourself and really figuring out like yourself um what could really help mitigate a lot of um point finger pointing brilliant jasmine that is so awesome thank you so much for taking the time it's been amazing having a conversation with you um i hope that everyone else enjoys it as well mm-hmm. i hope so too <laughs> Bye. But yeah. uh yeah so thank you so much as well like you know for having me and having me talk about something i'm really passionate about um you're amazing <laughs> so hopefully thank we can you. have more like future podcasts happening absolutely absolutely and enjoy the rest of your afternoon i should say yes and have a good evening for you (laughs) (laughs) thank you thanks bye george Bye. bye bye